Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. We are the fastest growing sports betting podcast in the world. It's true. It's true. I'm watching it every single day. I am Chad Millman, like I said, and I am going to be joined by professional better Simon Hunter in a moment. Holy fuck, did the wheels come off this week? Like, oh my God. As usual on Sunday morning, Simon and I were debating our picks, all of which were based on our conversation on this podcast. And he ended the chain, and we'll get to the picks, and he ended the chain as he always does every single Sunday. I love our picks. We should, we should be three and one or two and two at worst heading into Sunday night. And I replied, as I always do, you're a cliche. Simon, we did not go three and one. We did not go two and two. We went one and three in the one o'clock games. What the fuck happened? Hey, Chad. (laughs) Thanks for the opening, buddy. Uh, Yeah, man, that was uh, that was brutal. the The worst part is I hated the Vikings. You were all in. You made an executive decision, and we even survivor. For survivor. For survivor. We were going to talk about taking Dallas on the point spread. And, I, and like, I'm like, Chad, how, how do you want to take Dallas on the point spread but want to take the Vikings in our pool? Well, listen, we're good. listen, listen. We're going to get to that part of it. I don't want to preempt too much of like the next phase because I want to leave a little bit like for people to look forward to when I get to the phrase that pays because it is tied directly to that. <laughs> one, it is tied directly to that and to one other game. One other game. So a reminder that this season, Professional Better, Simon Hunter is joining the podcast every week. And together, we have entered the DraftKings Pro Football Pick'em National Championship. We will decide what picks we should put in every single week for the contest. If we win it, we win $1 million, five picks every single week. Before we get into the recap, though, we are going to bring back the cash-fueled phrase that pays contest. From now through the end of the season, we are giving a lucky listener $100 for every game we win each week. And we are giving an equal amount to the charity of the winner's choice. To be eligible, go review the podcast using the phrase, Simon says, don't get emotional. And if we like it, and Matt Mitchell, who keeps getting mentioned in the reviews, in which he loves, because he sends me all the reviews in which he's mentioned, if we like it and Matt Mitchell randomly chooses it, 
producer extraordinaire. You will win the money. One more reminder, everything we discuss, every pick we make, it's all available in the Action Network app. Go follow at Simon Hunter in the app. You will be able to see exactly what we lock in by Sunday, late Sunday morning, usually around noon. It's free. It's award-winning. Go download it. You know, I made our phrase, the pays don't get emotional, Simon. Because you're scared. No, it's not because I'm scared. No, don't make this about me. It's because we let emotions get in the way of very good decision-making and it cost us. Number one, number one, we both knew Denver was the right side. We noted, yep. we noted it. We, we were like all in on that. But we have been burned so much by Drew Locke that we said we can't bet on them anymore. You begged me not to let you bet on them. You did. Is that correct? And I'm glad we didn't. Even though I know it won, I, I hate them. <laughs> that, I'm glad we left that one, even though we, I know we lost, but I couldn't do it again, man. But, dude, that was the total right side. He, I mean, this- he threw a pick in, like, the first drive, and I was just like, thank God. I don't have to worry about this game. See, but, yeah, I, of course I bet it. I mean, you had to bet Denver. There was, like, 96% of the money was on Miami. But, God, Denver sucks. Well, listen, I've learned my lesson. Like, the second he threw that pick, I thought about texting you. I'm like, no. The second I text him, Denver's going to win this game. And so I just, stay, I just stayed away. But here's the other thing. And you mentioned it right just a few minutes ago. In our text exchange, I said I wanted Indy, and you denied me. No, 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 no. No! I had, I had Green Bay, and you said take him out. I, I can't take Green Bay against the number one defense. Yeah, so I was cool no, taking him. No, you said, who do I want? I said Indy number one. And then I said I wanted Dallas number two. No. Dude, this is not uh, revisionist history. Let me read you the text. You don't have to because it's not going to look good for you. (laughs) (laughs) We agreed we couldn't choose Minnesota first survivor, which was a bummer that we ended up doing that, and choose Dallas to cover. That was a big mistake. And then, as usual, you texted at me, I am cursed. And guess what happens later in the day? (laughs) Guess what happens later in the day? Sunday. You, you broke your other pinky. Go. Minnesota loses, and I'm getting people texting me saying, Chad, you're cursed. Oh, no. Is that what I've done to you? Yeah. Because if you literally listen back to last week's podcast, Chad, I literally call it every single thing that happened. I, I, as soon as you said you love the Vikings, we'll all bet Dallas's money line, and we'll all take the Chargers in our Survivor Contest. It hurts to say that I can see the future sometimes, buddy, but that's, that's what I do. I, I call it how I see it, and it was just like, this is the classic Kirk Cousins blows this game against an inferior team. And we just drove right into that tree. And it was, that was just so painful. Even when they scored, I think they were up whatever it was, three or four. Yeah. Like, we're losing this. There's yeah. no doubt. Andy Dalton's driving this field. We're losing it. So, yeah, painful Sunday. But, like, you were, you were down the dumps. And, like, I texted you. It doesn't matter. The sun's coming up tomorrow. Like, I drove to casinos. You know what I did, Chad? I cashed our Pittsburgh over win total of nine and a half. They're already at 10 wins. It's not even Thanksgiving, buddy. Yeah, it was a brutal day, but it's just like, this is COVID, man. We're literally betting during a season that will never be like any other season again. And we're we're doing our best. We're trying to ride this storm. Some of these trends are so weird this year. Like, the trend of, right now in primetime, it's like favors have only covered 10 games, and the underdog has covered 23. That is, like, the most insane discrepancy I can ever remember in primetime games. Usually in a good year, the the house will take home a little bit, like 48% on on primetime games. The dogs will cover. And this year, it's really been flux where, like, we're talking, man, we're we're just, we're trying to navigate this, this COVID season, and... Once again, these weeks, this week coming up, there's a ton of ugly games I love, and we're going to dive into it. I know you're going to hate it. 
but we have to just stay the course and trust that we're going we're gonna to start hitting these games right because we've just been so unlucky with some things happening in some of these games. Here's the thing. You balance me because you, you're like the sun's going to come up in the morning. I woke up on Monday morning. I got in the shower after my very intense Peloton ride. Put your phone away. Let's get to work. 60 to 80 resistance. Heavy enough for you to forget about your emails. I was like, oh, fuck. We went one and four. What place are we in right now? How many games back? What's our record? We, we got – we're lucky. Every, everyone just absolutely took a dump last week. There was a couple of guys, and they had sharp plays. They moved up. A couple of them went four and one, three and two. We were 15th place, seems like a lifetime ago, just three weeks ago. And now yeah. we are down to 70, 71st. <sighs> so it's tough. We're still at 58 59% for the season. Um, so it's our first – since we started the year, we've been above 60%. So we've dipped below, below 60%, but – Plenty of time. We got five weeks here to make it up. I had the same thing. I woke up at like 3 a.m. Monday, watched the rest of that uh, Sunday night game and like started doing my work for like the show and betting, my own betting numbers. And I was just like, oh, God, this is like the worst. But it's at the same time now it comes Tuesday. It's like I'm so ready to go. I've already made a bunch of bets. And it's like you just keep you just keep rolling on. That's how it is. All right. We're in 71st place. But like, look, at the end of the day, Part of this is an exercise, not just in us winning a million dollars. We want to give people actionable information. We want to make them smarter. We want to give them opportunities to win. If you're listening to this and you end up just doing what we do, if you just follow what we do in the Action Network app, go with those picks every week, you're winning it. If you choose like the seven or eight we end with, you're probably doing great. But if you choose just the picks we're putting into the Action Network app at Simon Hunter, then you're winning at a 59% clip through 11 weeks of the season. You win at 53%, you're a professional. So, Simon. And it's COVID, people. It's COVID. And it's COVID. <laughs> like, come Here's on. Here's what I would say. Here's what I'd say. We have a lot to look forward to in this show. And we have a lot to look forward to in the rest of the season. And more than anything, it's Thanksgiving week. And you know what I'm thankful for, Simon? I'm thankful for my new BFF. That's you. I'm thankful for our growing favorites community. I'm thankful for the hornet's nest and the big balls bed of the week. I am thankful for the fact that we're still going to give a survivor pick, even though we got knocked out because one of us is cursed. I got my own still going in a, a, a big money, like pro league. And we started out with 500 of us and there's just 17 of us. If you want to ride with me, I can keep, we can keep doing mine. Because the only discrepancy was this one week. I took the chargers. I told you, I'm just fading. I don't care. I'm fading Joe Flacco. We unfortunately want Vikings. So if you want, we can keep going off that one, buddy. I mean, yeah, I don't know how much of the profits I'm going to give you to give the Chad, but. <laughs> I'm not going to make anything off this. You know, I want you to be, but I, the only thing I want out of this is your happiness. I'm in. It is the holiday season, and you know what that means. The gravy boats hit the table. The nice sweaters come out. A 7-1 team makes the NFC East title, and the Action Network is offering its best price of the year. On pro subscriptions, unlock the best version of the app in sports by going to actionnetwork.com and becoming an Action Network pro subscriber for 50% off the regular price. Just $49.99 gives you a full year of access to our best in class fantasy rankings, pro system picks, and alerts, so much more. But what's that? You're already a pro subscriber? Gift one to a friend, perhaps someone less fortunate. Perhaps someone who keeps betting the lines. Either way, don't wait. The pricing will not last. Go to actionnetwork.com 
now to buy it. Happy Thanksgiving, gamblers. We're thankful for you. We got some games on Thursday, my brother. Hopefully, we got three games. Hopefully, we're not getting shut out from the biggest game of the day, the Steelers and the Ravens. But I don't think we can avoid like putting one of these three games, having these one of the, one of these three games in consideration right now, just because otherwise the opportunities are pretty slim pickings on Sunday. So yeah. Texans visiting the Lions. Lions plus two and a half, getting sixty five percent of the bets, seventy five percent of the money. Two and a half points wow. at home. Wow. That's weird. That's so weird. I can't believe the public's coming in on Houston just after one week. That's that's insane. Uh these this this Thanksgiving slate is so ugly. If this Baltimore and Pittsburgh game isn't on, like this is crazy. This is the other two games, but this is the classic. If you don't gamble or you don't want to play fantasy football, that's this is a tough slate of games. But I love Detroit here. Home dog. You just said they're getting no no money, no bets. How can we not take Detroit? Especially after Houston just won against the Patriots. Now they're going on the road against the Lions team that just lost on the road coming home. Um, this is for Patricia's job. I, I, I just see a desperate team here in the Lions. So happy if this goes up to three, we're going to get great value here on the Lions. I'm going to be taking the Lions here as a home dog. Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. We got to go with the Lions here. This, to me, is, a, is kind of a no-brainer. I hate betting the Lions. <laughs> Same. So that, we're probably not going to – this won't be the one we're going to put in. Oh, my God, but it's so exactly the right side. It's like – It is. It's so, it's so sharp. It's they such have a smart, no, smart, they smart have no right being underdogs at home on Thanksgiving on a short week against a terrible, terrible defense that, like, does not get credit for winning the game they just won. This is probably injury-based. Like, we'll have to wait and see what the deal is with Kenny Galladay. And, like, Swift was out last week for them. We saw the Lions. They, they just couldn't do anything on offense. Yeah. So, we can hold off on this one because this is definitely an injury game. we got to keep your eye out what's going on with the Lions. There was a minute. There was a minute there where I wanted to bet the Lions on the money line. You, you made me wait, and then I ended up not doing it. And where I also wanted to put the Lions into our contest. And I will say, in the first series, I was glad we hadn't done that. Thank God. The football team is on the road. Uh, they are two-point dogs at the Dallas Cowboys, getting the majority of the money, not the majority of the bets. This is a pros-Joes play, my friends. Let's go. Football team. Chad that- was spot on last week. He knew Burrow was going to go down, and we were going to get an easy cover. That was a nice big ball. Is better of the week called by you, my friend. That was nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Chad Millman. Got something right. Uh, <laughs> and we had Houston, the big balls better of the week. That one, too. This week, yeah, plus three, playing the Cowboys. We were coming off a big win, big upset win, coming home. I, I always feel like the Cowboys lose these games. What was it, last year that was a Buffalo that went there and just smacked them around as a huge underdog? Dak Prescott couldn't do anything. This is yeah. this is a great number. Three Plus three would be amazing if you went to three and a half, but I'm happy to take the three of Washington here. It's so interesting to me that people are not giving Washington credit. Their defensive line is great. Their overall defense is very strong. I'm a Ron Rivera fan, and I'm an Alex Smith fan. I just feel like he's, like, he's just a professional quarterback. He, like, I, I don't know why he, he's not getting the credit he deserves. 
it's because we're it's just scary betting on him, man. Like you just watch him move in the pocket, and it's just you're always just fearful of his movements and the way he looks because it's just like one wrong step or hit, it feels like he's going to go down. So I think the public is just unsure of them. Where we they've been bad for so many years now, and people just overlook exactly what you're saying. Like we love their D line, we talk about it all the time, and. They're still being overlooked where that last week, that game, they, they pretty much decided that game, that D-line. So, once again, this week, like you're saying, the, the public is going to be coming in on Cowboys. They always do, especially after a win like that. The fans are back on them. Uh, I'm happy to take Washington plus three. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be our first locked Thursday game of the season. Wow. Locking it in? I don't see how we don't. Like, it's such a it, – we're, you know what, Simon? We're pros. Like, that's what we do. We're on the pro side here. Lock it in. Uh, Also, Chase Young, he is just a grown-up. Like, like, the fact that he ever played against anybody in college almost seems unfair. It's like a college kid playing against peewee kids. Like, he is just fierce. I love watching him play. Love it. And it's, it's always weird to just think, like, you'll – like, say you know some, like, 20, 21-year-olds and you see him out and they look like little kids and you see him and he looks older than me. And I'm, like, 10 years older than the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell, man? That guy is a freak. You know what's funny? Uh, he looks older than me, too, and I'm older than both of you. <laughs> yeah. But, but everybody looks older than me because I'm, I'm, I'm preternaturally young. Uh, it's the cucumber water. It's keeping that skin real young looking. By the way – People, you know, I don't get a lot of DMs like you, but I did get people DMing me, A, because they felt pity for me, uh, and B, because they like the cucumber water. Yeah, you can't go wrong. That's, uh, that's like a staple, I feel like, especially at like nice like hotels in Hawaii, especially everywhere you walk, there's like cucumber and orange water everywhere. It's just the high life. Well, that's how I live. I live my life as if I'm in a spa right here in the middle of Connecticut. The uh, Houston, no, what are we doing? We're talking about the Ravens and the Steelers, the last game on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, this is a COVID special right now. I'm hoping we get the game. The Steelers are four-point favorites. We have one. We have one. You, you mentioned cashing a Steelers over ticket already. You and I also have the Steelers at about four to one to win the AFC North. This is, this is, this is ticket clinching time. Oh, yeah. You already can go catch that, too. I think it's up to, like, minus 5,000 now. And I think that the Vegas is looking at it that, yeah, the Browns could maybe pull off a crazy run and steal this division, but they they pretty much are saying the Ravens are done. And looking at this line, every guy that's going to think they got a good read here is going to take the Ravens. They're going to say these teams play tough. The last time they played the Ravens, should have beat them. If Lamar wasn't turning over at such a crazy pace, they would have beat the Steelers at home. But when I look at this, even before the whole COVID outbreak on the Ravens, I, I saw a team last week that gave it all, and their all wasn't good enough. It, it, it seems like something's wrong there for the Ravens. And Pittsburgh, they've never played better. And not that I, I have this pro – I had a pro day at six, and I, I think that you're getting good value of minus four, minus three and a half. I, I'm looking at this game that – what do we know about the Ravens? The, the Ravens play well when they have a lead. And – I, I can't see them really running away on the Steelers. The Steelers just have these offensive weapons that Roethlisberger doesn't have to do much. He just stands back there and gets it to his weapons, and these guys are just making huge plays. So I'm happy to take the minus fourth Pittsburgh. And I, I just can't see the Ravens competing with all the injuries they've had this year. 
the Ravens were in such disarray at the end of that game. Pointing fingers. Yeah. Offensively, it feels like everybody knows what they're doing. The NFL is amazing. The way, the way a guy is able to look like just unstoppable and superhero-esque one year and completely pedestrian the next year. It makes what Patrick Mahomes has done the past few years seem all what Aaron Rodgers has done over a career, what Tom Brady has done over a career. It makes guys like that look so much better when guys like Lamar Jackson have been solved. And um, I'm not saying like, he's not going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. I, of right. course I think he will be, but they've clearly figured something out defensively to game plan against him. I like the Steelers in this spot. Um, we're not going to choose it just because the game is up in the air and, and you can't sort of lock in a COVID game. Right. And, and like we just talked about, this is something people need to remember for the following season, especially all the people that are hate giving us so much hate on Twitter about our pick of Pittsburgh winning that division, the, how the Ravens were just going to steamroll them again. It's so hard to put back-to-back good years together, especially when these guys, defensive coordinators, have a full offseason to figure out your offense. So we gave it out early in the year, the under on the Ravens, and we talked about how we like the Steelers in this division. It was just simply because we were banking on the same thing we see every year in the NFL. Teams get figured out. That's what, like you just said, you named the great quarterbacks. That's a small list. There's not a lot of great quarterbacks. They don't they don't, there's just not enough consistency at the QB position for us to have what you just talked about. Well, there's going to be year in, year out, these guys put up the numbers because so many of these people are dependent on the system and guys being healthy to have great years. So it was just a, a bad year with the Ravens. That They have too many injuries. And like you said, we're not going to put this in just because everything going on with COVID. So this, is, this next game is interesting to me. It's the Titans and the Colts. The Titans are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I loved the Colts last week against the Packers. I thought from the second the line was posted until it closed, it was always the wrong number. Um, the Colts ended up covering. Why is – why? I feel like the Colts aren't getting enough respect. All the money, all the bets coming in on the Titans right now. Why don't wise guys like the Colts, Simon? They like them, man. They're the ones I've been betting with. That I bet with you last week on the Colts. I, 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 I misread that one. Like, I, I fell into the a stupid trend trap where, like, I saw the trend that Rodgers was 12-0 and after losing on the spread, and I had them prorated better Green Bay. And like you just said, this Colts defense, they're incredible. And they, they make plays when they need to. And I, they've had weird games. Like, they had the game with Joe Burrow just tore them up and they came back and won, and I'm looking at this the same way you are. Titans just had a huge win on the road, playing against a Colts team who just had a huge win at home, and the only, only thing scaring me off, I can see why the public's coming in on it. It's so hard to sweep divisional games, and that's what we're looking at here with the Colts. We're, we're looking at a team that we believe is going to sweep the Titans this year, but I do. I believe that Rivers didn't play that great last week. I think that was more about the weapons around him. And I'll, I'll, I'll ride with you here. I don't love that it's minus three and a half because we've been burned by the hook so many times. But I can't take the Titans here after that game last week. That was such an emotional win. They, they truly hate Baltimore. Like you saw Variable not shaking Harbaugh's hand after the game. Yeah. They don't like each other. So that's, that's a lot different than what we saw with the Colts and the Packers. They were hugging each other. Him and 
Aaron Rodgers talked for like 20 minutes of the midfield after the game. So to me, it, it just feels like a letdown game for the Titans. So I'm with you. I'll, I'll back the Colts in this position. Philip Rivers shouldn't be having long conversations with anybody. He's like, <laughs> like that's a COVID party right there. And he's like in the elderly crowd, you know? So he should just be off the field as soon as the game is over. And I will say, I, my heart is in my throat every single time he throws the ball if I am betting on the Colts. But I do like him. I do like him. Uh, to me, this would be like, let's hope to God that because all this money is coming in on the Titans, let's just see if the number drops, right? Like on Sunday morning when we're texting, let's just make sure we're thinking about where the Colts are and like, does DK have him at three? Honestly, if the number didn't move, I'd feel even better because that means that Vegas has a read here and like they don't care. They don't care how much money is coming on their side. They're going to leave, like just like the Miami-Denver last week. Interesting. I know it did move a little bit. It moved up to from two and a half to three and a half, but they just left it there all week. And like, Darren, I think it was Darren tweeted out 96% of the money had came yeah. out on Miami and they weren't moving it. So when you're in those situations, all the money's coming on the other side and the line just doesn't move. Those are my, fa- those are my favorite ones. Cause you're just like, all right, sweet. Obviously they have a good read here and my reads matching it. So I'm with you. If it goes down to three, that's an automatic play. That's a little insider tip you just gave. Like if, if the money is coming in and Vegas doesn't move it at all, then, then you know you, you're on the right side. Here's another, um, here's another pros, Joe's. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say that if you, if you honestly watch numbers, like you love watching lines, you play that trend, I guarantee you, you'll hit above a 60% clip for your career. That's like a known thing. Like when all the money's coming on the side and Vegas doesn't move that line, you're not going to win it every time, but 60%, you can quit your day job and just do that the rest of your life. So it, it is a really, really good thing to watch. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking for an exit. So if that, ends up being, <laughs> if that ends up being the way out, so be it. Panthers, plus four and a half, maybe plus four at the Vikings. Matt Mitchell, ring the bell. We got a pros Joe's alert. of the bets on the Panthers, 61% of the money on the Vikings. Of course we're taking the Vikings here. Of course we're taking the Vikings here. Have to. Have to. Have to. Such an easy play. Like, Panthers, they had a huge win, a blowout at home. Their first win in, I don't even know, feels like two months. Now coming across country to play a team that just lost embarrassingly at home. Of course, we love the Vikings here. Got to play it. I'll tell you what, though. You give me a team that over the next five years that I think will win a Super Bowl, I'm going on the Carolina Panthers. Because when I saw their record, they're what, three and seven? That is a good three and seven team. It feels like every week they're competitive. I like their players. I think Matt Rule, he's clearly a very good coach. Has the team ready, is not afraid to take chances, plays the percentages right. I, I am all in on the Carolina Panthers. Love it all, too, but it's going to be one of those we're going to have to really see what the deal is with Teddy because we've never seen Teddy be able to stay healthy for a whole season and put together a winning season. Like when he played in Minnesota, he didn't do much. He had Adrian Peterson in a good defense, and this year we saw him really coming out and really leading that offense, but he got hurt again. So I'm with you. I love them for the future especially. they got a really good young defense and a good core on offense. But it's all about Teddy. Teddy's got to get right, got to stay healthy, and we'll see what kind of team they can be in the next couple of years. Teddy covers. <laughs> all right. Your favorite team, the Los Angeles Chargers, the one that's still alive in your other survivor pool, uh, they are traveling to Buffalo to play 
Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, going to be rookie of the year. That's, that's a given now with uh, Joe Burrow on the shelf. Six-point dogs in Buffalo. This is a pass for me. Yeah, I'll be on Buffalo. It, they're coming off a bye week. Maybe they'll come out a little sluggish in the first half, but we know what the Chargers do. They, they're not a consistent team with a rookie quarterback now going on the road. And we saw how he played when he went down to Miami. He, he just looked flustered. And after that win, they're going to be feeling good, the Chargers. And the, the Bills, I, I just can't see them sleepwalking through this game just because they need it. They, they, they need to really start racking these wins up because they're, they're starting to chase that. Not fear of Miami because Miami kind of had that letdown game in Denver. But that, they're pushing them. Miami can still somehow steal this division. So I can't see the Bills really letting down here. I, I'm happy to take the number. I see it's up to five and a half, so that means some sharp money's coming on out. I'll ride that side. As long as it doesn't get above six and a half, I'm happy to take the Bills. Well, now you got me convinced to take the Bills. Now you got me thinking, oh, my God, that's the exact right spot. It does feel like it will have to, we'll have to weigh and ask Matt Mitchell because he's been spot on with his Bills calls. Matt Mitchell? The only thing I can say about this game is I guarantee it will be extremely fishy has a post-bi-week, post-holiday, fishy home game written all over it. You don't like the Bills, correct? It's a big number. Take the Bills, boys. Let's also, like, <laughs> Matt Mitchell. That's what I'm saying. He's an expert that every time he doesn't like them, they win. And when he does like them, it's not good. He's a Western <laughs> New York native. And he's a true he's fan. Buffalo, he's a Buffalo Bills fan. Yeah, true fan. This team makes me very anxious this season. It's not, I'm not used to the success. I was a child the last time they won the East, so it's all very new to me. Matt Mitchell's one of those guys who, like, when, when, when good things happen, he's looking around the corner. He's a little suspect. He's like, what's the price? I'm the same build. Same what's word. The angle? You know what the difference is for me? When good things happen, I'm like, of course they should happen. One year, one year, <laughs> one year, my wife and I went to a charity dinner, and it was one of those dinners where, like, you, like, pay for raffle tickets. So you can buy, like, 10 raffle tickets for 100 bucks, and then you can decide to put – any number of raffle tickets you want in any prize. And so you could put all 10 raffle tickets in the biggest prize and you got better chances to win the prize, right? So one year, uh, the top two prizes are a trip for two for like three days and three nights to Hawaii and uh, free movie passes for two for a year to any Sony theater in New York City, any Sony theater in the country. We were living in Manhattan at the time. And so my wife and I bought like a couple hundred dollars worth of raffle tickets and we, we put a pack of 10 in the Sony theater uh, free movie pass bucket and we put a pack of 10 in the, um, in the Hawaii bucket and we won both prizes. Oh my God. And the next day or two days later, that was a Saturday night probably, I, on Monday I'm at work and I'm talking to a buddy and I, and I told him what happened. I'm like... I'm just waiting to see what else happens to me this week. He goes, dude, the good things already did happen to you this week. That's it. You're done. I'm shocked because I thought the end of the story you're going to say, and now he's dead. <laughs> well, the truth is he is. Oh, God. That, 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 God. Has, that has nothing. Oh, God. Wow, that is fucking weird. But that has nothing to do with the story. What's even crazier is he died. This is a guy like after we, li we were working together in New York, we were good friends. He was from Salt Lake City. He moved back to Salt Lake City. And so, you know, this was back before texting and stuff. He and I would talk like every, say, like three months, right? He, he's a lawyer. He was the public defender for the guy who kidnapped Elizabeth Smart in Salt Lake City. 
So like during the trial, I would turn on the television and just see him sitting there next to the guy. And like, there was no defense. Like, you know, he knew what, what was going to happen. But point is, I look at life a little differently than you and Matt Mitchell do. And for that reason alone, let's walk away from the Bills. Let's do it. The New York football giants, Daniel Jones, my least favorite player in the NFL, at the Cincinnati Bengals, five-point favorite. It's going to burn me, but I'm going to take the Giants. I, I, I've always liked the Giants better on the road. This line is crazy inflated right now, obviously, because the injury to Joe Burrow. But just this morning, tons of articles coming out about all this drama going on in the Bengals locker room. They got players complaining about coaches, like saying the way they talk to them and treat them isn't good. It feels like the only thing carrying any water there was Joe Burrow. Every week, the only impressive thing we would talk about about that team was Joe Burrow. So, hate that I have to take the Giants here. They're off a bye week. This is crazy. They're up to minus five. But I I just can't see how the Bengals are going to move the ball against this Giants defense. So, I'm I'm hoping very, very little from Daniel Jones, and he doesn't turn the ball over. But I'm going to take the Giants here with the public. Uh, The other day, we were watching the game with my son and I. And he's like, Daniel Jones might be the best number eight in the history of the NFL. He was kidding, of course. Thank God. Then, then we decided that, that in order, the best number eights in the history of the NFL, Troy Aikman, Daniel Jones, Vince Evans, who was the quarterback <laughs> for the Chicago Bears in the 1980s. Giants are a pass. We're not putting them in the contest. So the Browns are on the road at the Jaguars, minus six and a half. Look, I was all over the Jaguars against the Steelers, as were you and as were most wise guys. But I don't know, man. Is yeah, it came back, came back the quarterback right now. He was the whole reason they didn't cover that. Like, the, the Jags had the opportunities. They were up 3 nothing. Ben Roethlisberger dropped back and threw an absolute gift as a pick six to the yep. defender. And it hit him right in the hands and he dropped it. He had no one ahead of him. We would have been up 10 nothing at that point. Yep. So. Can't back the Jags. And let, I mean, Minshew can come back, maybe spark some magic in that team. But right now, the quarterback situation, I, I can't put my money on them again this week. 100%. 100% agree. But can you back the Browns? No. Not at six and a half on the road. Like, I'm not ready to give – Yeah. We, like, if you watch that game that, – once again, we talked about these referees, man. So, last night, Mike Evans was getting tackled. And – he kept fighting for extra yards, and he broke the tackle and scored the touchdown. Fought through two guys, scored a touchdown. Baker Mayfield carries the ball to the left. He gets tackled by a guy. He's pumping his legs forward, and the guy strips the ball. They blew the whistle and said he was uh, down by forward progress. Yeah. So I, it feels like the Browns got gifted a win last week, and the line's not crazy. I'm honestly shocked that it's not seven just because the Browns have played so well. And the best thing they do is run the ball against the team, the Jaguars, that cannot stop the run. So I don't hate taking the Browns here, but I don't want to put in the competition either, so we can pass on it. Dolphins visiting your favorite team, the New York Jets. Seven-point <laughs> favorites, the Miami Dolphins. Ugh, so ugly. And right now – we don't know what the deal is with Tua. Guy hasn't passed. I don't think he's passed more than 200 yards in a game yet. And uh, the Jets have been covering. They, they keep covering these games. Who knows how they do it, but they keep backdooring and covering these games. And once again, yeah. if you're telling me it's seven and a half, a divisional game, we, we don't know what the deal is with Tua. 
I guess I got to take the Jets again, but I'm hoping that Sam Darnold will be back this week because it's the worst putting your money on Joe Flacco. But it's the right side, the Jets here. Dude, what do you got this game rated at? I had it rated six. Like, in my mind, on the road, six is a lot of points to give a divisional foe. That's just how bad the Jets are. So the fact that they hung seven and a half is insane. That They're just begging us to bet the Jets here. So might be t- falling into a trap here, but I have to take the seven and a half. Is that how I want to spend my Sunday? No. No, I don't want to need the Jets in a contest. But we're going to think about it. We'll think about it. The Raiders, this game opened to pick. They're visiting the Falcons. There's like 25 1 p.m. games. The Raiders are visiting the Falcons. It opened to pick. Now it's at minus three. We fell in love with the Falcons once at just the wrong time this past week. And this is the right time. That's what sucks. That's what sucks so much about gambling. It's like, as a pro, I can't, like we just talked about, emotions can't get involved. The, the, the Raiders, I, I had, I'll be up front. I did not see Derek Carr having the year he's having. He's playing so well. Like, of all the teams that lose a game this year, and you come out of it saying, wow, that team's really impressed me, Oakland in that Chiefs game, I, I gave them no chance. I thought they were going to get blown out. And every time the Chiefs would score, Derek Carr would drive the field and score again. But this has to be a letdown spot. There's no way the Raiders can keep playing at this high of a level. Like they're just, they're just not, they're not the kind of team like Pittsburgh and the Chiefs that are just going to keep winning these big games. And Atlanta, everyone's left them for dead. They got embarrassed last week. The fact that they didn't, they didn't even cover in teasers was like the most sickening part of that. It, I can't believe they couldn't cover that game against Tyson Hill. So. Had to take the Falcons, but I completely understand if you're just like, I don't want to put this competition, but this is by far the Hornet's Nest game. I'm walking into a fucking Hornet's Nest, all right? Now be my companion. Hornet's Nest! (laughs) By the way, we're walking into the goddamn Hornet's Nest because I'm with you on the Falcons. Like, everything you said is exactly true. And you know what got me? What really got me? The emotional component. Like, we, and by we, I mean me, I have to get out of the emotional elements of this. And listen, don't laugh. You're not immune to it. I know like you've even admitted on this call when we were vulnerable with each other. That, <laughs> like, Jesus. That, that like sometimes the Twitter, Twitterati gets to you and so it's impacting some things. And so I think we got to go with the Falcons here. Dude, that happens all the time. I liked the over last night. And I fo- I'm following too many people at the Action Network. You guys are messing with my head. And everyone was on the under. I'm like, that has to be the right side. Maybe I'm overthinking this. So I put out the under and it blew up in my face. But yeah. yeah. You, also, you also put out the Bucks minus five. And I told you <laughs> on the show that was the wrong side. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know. Someone hit me with a theory that it's actually holding up. That Tom Brady's bedtime is 9 o'clock. And they said it on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. They talked about it. I should have known better. That that was such. That is a honestly a good read. It's yeah. this. He he goes to bed at nine o'clock. These games don't finish till eleven p.m. He doesn't play well in the second half. It's happened both times he's had late games. So I got I got to start listening to people about that trend. He's he's sleepy, Tommy. Tommy gets tired. <laughs> tired, Tommy. All right, so we're taking the Falcons. It's in there. The Falcons are on the list. Cardinals at the Patriots. Um, game open to pick. It's now at Patriots plus three. I don't know. I don't have strong opinions on this one way or the other. I could be persuaded if, if you're so inclined. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I'll probably. I'm probably with you. And I'll pass on it. The the smart side is going to be the Patriots, the home dog, coming off a bad loss, playing a Cardinals team that they've 
not that they looked bad against the Seahawks, but that was such a letdown game that we talked about last week. So with the Cardinals extended rest, the fact that it's down to two and a half now, I got to take the Cardinals. They, they're, they're just a more complete team. And I know they have a lot of injuries and that's, that is scary, but New England, they're just not good against these teams that can pass. New England's strong against teams that just run the ball. So I, I can't not pass. I can't pass on the Cardinals here. I can't see them dropping two in a row. I think they're going to win this one. So two and a half, hopefully we don't get a kneel down again uh, for the extra point, but I'll take the two and a half with the cards. All right. I'll put it on the list. Uh, guess what it's time for? I don't even need a reminder. We're going to the late games, and I will remind people, we still got our big balls bet of the week still to come. Oh, you're going to hate it so much. Oh right, let God. me apologize ahead of time. Oh, my God. All right, the 49ers are uh, on the road at the Rams. Is it the 49ers on the road at the Rams as seven-point underdogs? Some bucks still have it seven and a half in a divisional game. We, we know what the deal is. Either of these teams could have terrible QBs, and somehow it's still going to be a battle, even if the other team is way better and the smarter side. But Rams coming off a big primetime game, coming home, playing the 49ers after a bye week. I got to take the 49ers. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. These teams play tight. The, the more time the 49ers have to get healthy, the better off they are. The last time we felt this confident about the 49ers and we thought it was a no-brainer, they were 10-point dogs on the road in New Orleans. They 100%, even with Drew Brees playing most of the game, they should have won that game, right? Like, And even like two muff punts, bad penalties. And then even in the end, like – Nicky Mullins had the opportunity to get the back door and he threw a pick at the end zone. That was right when Kyler Murray kneeled down. So we got two kicks in the dick at the same time. Yeah. But I, I think I agree with you. I like the Niners. We're building a pretty big portfolio here. We have six games that we're looking at right now. And we have a few games left to go. Plus the big balls bed of the week is remaining. We're into the late game slates. Saints. Oh God. Oh no. Oh no. You are – no. 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 Saints at Denver, Denver plus six, Denver six-point, five-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. No. I'm not going to do it to you, but – Pros and um, Joes. This is a Pros and Joes game. Yeah! Yeah! Rock and roll! Rock and roll! Bets yeah. on Saints, money on the Broncos. Uh, right. And I, I don't want to say that – they're, they're probably looking at this and they're saying, can this kid do it two weeks in a row? Because he played really well against Atlanta. But we all know Atlanta stinks. The fact that they kicked three field goals against <laughs> New Orleans, they're just a bad team. And I would, I would take the Broncos here, but the fact that they won last week and they really dominated, especially running the ball, you really can't run it against the Saints like that. So if they're, if they're depending on Locke to be passing the ball, I'm happy to take the Saints side. Anything under seven, I'll take the Saints. Interesting. Okay. Saints under seven. I'm putting it, I'm not putting it on the list. It's just sort of, it's on my side. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's like the most confidence play in me, but yeah. I, I, I do think it's a good number. Oh, this is a primetime game here. Primetime spot. This will be the Fox America's game of the week, 425 Eastern kickoff. Chiefs, this is when we're like, you know, doing our three o'clock turkey and nap time. Uh, Chiefs, two and a half point favorites on three and a half point favorites on the road at Tampa can tired Tommy have rested up enough to compete against Pepe Patrick and the Kansas City Chiefs oh god uh 
a little scary that it's moved up to three and a half because it was at three for a while. Um, can't do it. Can't take the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, uh, can't take the Bucks here. It's it's too scary that the Chiefs can just what they can do on this offense. But it's the right side. You got to take the Buccaneers three and a half at home after losing a prime time game against the Chiefs, who made that comeback look so easy. Uh, they're 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 due for a bad one. I, I just can't see the Chiefs going fifteen and one. And this this feels like one of those games that they're going to drop this year. This is Chiefs are a thirteen and three team, fourteen and two, and eventually they got to lose a couple games here. And this is a a classic letdown spot where the Buccaneers should cover that number and win this game. So I'm, I'm happy to take the Buccaneers. Happy to take them in the contest. Take them. Uh, it's up to you. Cause I mean, we do have a lot of ugly dogs, but this, this is like a, this is a dog that I feel like only pros are going to be on what, who in the public's going to be taking the Buccaneers. So it's up to you. I do like the number. I like that. It's three and a half. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're down to the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. We haven't done our big balls bet of the week. It's got to be, well, the Bears are, fuck you. Fuck you, you motherfucker. If you make me bet the Bears, eight and a half point dogs, eight and a half point dogs on the road at Green Bay, this isn't it. No, no, I refuse. And I no, refuse no. to make our fans put their no. money on it, too. This is, I, I knew, as soon as I started saying it, I knew it was going to be the fucking Eagles. You're going you to have to. Goddamn <laughs> fucking Eagles. Oh, my God, you dick. All right, yeah. hold on. Let's talk about the Bears for a second. <laughs> they, suck. Uh, they suck. They're banged up. Too many injuries. It, it's, like, this slide has just been crazy. We talked about the fact that they were 5-1 and one and now where they're at now, it's insane to think about, but – I, I can't 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 do it. It's uh, it's too high of a number. I had this at seven, so you're getting good value on the Bears. But I'm not going to make you put it in. But the Bears, that's that's a good that's a good number. You should take the Bears at that number. But we're not going to put it in. Fucking Bears. I don't even know. Is Nick Foles going to be playing? Who's their which is back? Who's their quarterback going to be? Nick Foles. Honest to God, Nick Foles looked like he had been killed in the last game that he played. I don't hate. I don't know. I don't hate the idea of bringing Mitch back at this point. At least you you can just let him burn out the rest of the season. If he can win a couple of games and get you guys in the playoffs, that's a great story. But I, at this point, I just think that both bridges are burned. Like Nick Foles won't be back next year, and neither will Mitch. So it's I'm indifferent who they play quarterback. Listen, I watch, we we watched this Eagles Browns game. The Eagles fumble at the goal line on their opening drive. The Browns march down the entire field. They score. Then every time Carson Wentz has a chance to bring the Eagles back, whether it's from his side of the field or at the goal line of the Browns, he throws an interception. So we lose that game, which we absolutely should have won because Carson Wentz is a dumpster fire, which makes me think, is Jalen Hurts terrible because he's never in the game? But like now we're going into the last game of the week, Monday Night Football, we got our big balls bet of the week. This is clearly it because we haven't used it yet. And it's the Eagles who are disgusting. And people were tweeting at you how disgusting the Eagles are. And you're going to go on a podcast, a massive podcast with a growing audience, getting bigger. The audience is getting bigger. We have more downloads before 1 p.m. kickoff this past Sunday than any show we've done all year, 11 weeks into the season, 
after a losing week. And you want to tell the good people listening to this show to bet the Eagles at plus five? Yeah, this is big balls bet of the week. <laughs> we talked last week. We love the Eagles. Still think it was a smart side. Carson Wentz gave up nine points himself. He sucks. You're right. I was wrong. He has moments of brilliance where he looks like a top five quarterback, and then he has other moments where he looks like a first-year starter. But Seahawks coming across country after a big win, primetime game. Everyone in the world is going to have this number teased down. Everyone's going to have the money line in their parlays. Love the Eagles. This is such a smart side. How, how did they not cover this number? This should be three at worst. And I, I know you hate it, but, like, you have to take the Eagles here, and especially the fact – I don't even know if you said it, but all the money, I'm assuming, is going to be coming in on the Seahawks. All the tickets will be coming in. Literally, it's like 86% to 14%. Yeah. So, this is just another classic. Vegas says a read. They hang this number low like this, so people would be teasing it, money lining it. I love the Eagles this week, and as long as it stays above three, I'm happy to take the Eagles. All right, so as usual, we have um, about seven games that we will be thinking about, that we will text about on Sunday morning. So reminder, everybody go follow at Simon Hunter in the Action Network app. You'll be able to see what we lock in. Also, go sign up, actionnetwork.com. Get a Black Friday special, 50% off, $49.99 for access to everything we have. Everything we have. Go get it, actionnetwork.com. Go sign up. Right now, we like uh, Washington plus three. We like the Minnesota Vikings. Any Lizzo fans? (laughs) Uh, We like the Minnesota Vikings at minus four. Um, we like the Falcons at plus three. We like the cards at minus two and a half. We like the Niners at plus seven. We like the Bucks at three and a half, plus three and a half. We like the Eagles plus five, and by we, I mean you. Um, but I do think this is a – I think we've got a couple like Washington, Minnesota, and Atlanta. I feel like we, we feel very confident about those. Yeah, those are smart sides. And uh, we'll do my uh, survivor pool. So, like I said, every pick I've made is the same one except last week. So, I already used Miami, so I can't use them against the Jets again. This is a hard week survivor contest. I got the Rams I can use or I got Buffalo. And both are scary. Both are like the – we're hitting that point of the season where you got to start taking these teams that make you uncomfortable. And I don't know. It, like just looking at it first glance, it, I really can't see the Bills dropping this one at home, and this feels like a good time to use them. Well, listen, you're going against everything Matt Mitchell believes in, which is happiness. <laughs> That's true. That would be very uh, our podcast on form if we get knocked that one Survivor Contest last week and get knocked that yeah. another one the following week. I'm with you though. I don't disagree. I think the Bills are probably the right side there. The Chargers, like, let's not get caught up in the fact they beat the uh they beat the new york jets by six points um just not that big of a win yeah they're just i like like we're just saying i feel like the bills are established team where the Chargers they're an up-and-coming team so that's why i just like this number a lot as matt mitchell knows and this really earns me the appreciation of everybody i work with at action network you don't get any fucking credit for doing your fucking job chad millman is proud of himself and that's what the chargers did they did their job 
That's true. Guess what time it is? It's time to reveal our winner of the phrase that pays. And I feel so bad about it. Like, you know, we're trying to give away money here, but it's tied to our performance <sighs> times. And so I, sorry. Oh my God. I feel terrible. Just terrible about it. Uh, last week, we asked fans to rate and review the podcast. Those who did and used the winning phrase in their review were eligible to win up to $500. Sadly, they're only winning 100 We had loads and loads of reviews. Thank you for that. In a second, we will reveal the winner. But reminder, we are going to bring back the phrase that pays as we are doing every single week through the end of the season. This week's winner, uh, let's see, will win $100 for every win Simon and I have in this week's contest. We will match that number with a donation to the winner's charity. Uh, go rate and review the podcast using the phrase, Simon says, don't get emotional. And Matt Mitchell will randomly choose the winner to get that cash. Um, and listen, before we get to the winner, we do have an apology because we did have complaints about our Queen's Gambit convo and sort of the mini spoiler we gave away. Matt Mitchell has a public apology to make. Yes, podcast listeners, it's my job to listen to clear and present dangers like that spoiler for individuals like myself who have not seen such a popular show that's taken pop culture by storm. I heard it. Uh, I owed it to you, the listener, to either bleep it or to issue an explicit spoiler alert warning. I did neither. It was my, my Brandon Bostick onside kick for the, for the Packers. I fucked everything up, so I apologize, and I, I won't let it happen again. You guys are so soft. We did not spoil a single thing. Get the hell out of here. You guys well, ruined this famous show we're going to watch. Uh, we really didn't. Jesus, man. Well, People just want to complain. Simon, don't alienate the listeners. It's rule number one in media. Have I taught you nothing? Have I taught you nothing in the past five months? <laughs> I still have my soul. I'm not in media yet, so I can call out these soft people. That oh, is the dude. softest thing. You're like, you're like one of those announcers in the booth who like starts complaining about the media without recognizing they're the media. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. The winner of last week's contest is <laughs> their name. The name of the reviewer is Daniel. Daniel did not put on his last name, but he goes by uh, Sprints, S-P-R-I-N-T-Z-1. Daniel, please reach out to matt.mitchell at actionnetwork.com for your prize and to give us your charity. Here is his review using the phrase that pays. Simon says every point counts. He also says, that Chad is the nerd on the pod. Then he goes into an extensive story about his chess club days and the thrill of the game. Let's be real. You two are a couple of nerds and we love you for this. Oh, and my bankroll loves you for this as well. Daniel, it's lovely. Yeah, that was, that was facts. I, I, everyone's got a little nerd in them, but yeah, I got a little bit of nerd. I mean, I work with numbers all day, every day. Nerd alert! All right, this has been our show. This has been the favorites from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. He is Simon Hunter. Download the podcast from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, wishing you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Simon and I are very thankful for you. We are thankful for Matt Mitchell. Until next time, love you. <laughs> <laughs>